Yes, yes, yes. People, welcome back to the 1894 Spotify show. I know it's been a long, long time since I said that because we... I, I think it's fair to say we abandoned our Spotify show for a few weeks because... Um, you know what? I, I have no excuse. We were just lazy. We were like, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll focus on our YouTube channel, which is growing at a fantastic rate. And I, I must say, before we get into the show, thank you so much to anybody who has, you know, shown support to our YouTube channel. We're very close to our summer goal of 300 subscribers, which is absolutely amazing. Thank you so, so much. But yeah, we abandoned the Spotify show because we felt it wasn't doing the numbers. But we kind of came to the conclusion over the summer so far that... If we were to progress the Spotify show, it would be on the basis that we do shows when we kind of want to, and we we're 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 in the mood to talk. Uh, there's just stuff to talk about, and right now we're recording this show at four ten in the morning, basically an hour before Conor McGregor fights Dustin Poirier for the third time, and we're all kind of just in a call together. We're kind of in the mood to just talk football, talk about city, see what's going on in the world of football. See what's happening. I've got the two OGs here with me. I've got Dara and Joe, the two main boys. If you guys are listeners or viewers, whatever you are, for a long time, I know our Twitter has grown quite a bit since our last Spotify show. So if you're new, thank you so much for being new and and joining this community. It's absolutely amazing to have you. If you're an OG, if you're a regular, if you're an oldie, you'll know Joe and Dara very well. they're, they're, They're here since the start as well. But we thought we would hop on, have a conversation about Manchester City, see see what the current state of our club is, see where we're at. We're obviously linked with a lot of players. Um, we're recording this in the midst of the European Championships, the Euro 2020. The final is tomorrow or today, te- technically today, uh, England versus Italy. So we are linked with players who are involved in the final and we thought we would come on and talk about that pretty much that and see where we think the year ahead for City obviously I think we'll do plenty of YouTube videos regarding the year ahead maybe not so much Spotify but if there's stuff to talk about we'll do it but uh, there's plenty of content to be made but we we, we, want to talk about we want to talk about the next year ahead so let's talk about uh, let's talk about City lads Joe, Dara how does it feel to be back on Spotify? Let him go first me go first right well yeah. let me just say this one thing because i know it's probably gonna get on darrow's now it is well and truly coming home um oh God. by the time <laughs> this comes out this could have backfired massively but we move um right. god players <laughs> in the final that we're linked to well the two big names kane and greenish both obviously play for england They're both gonna bring it home Dara has a preference to one of them because he thinks one of them is irish but we will move swiftly on past that point. I prefer to sign Grealish. I know we've not got into this yet, but I will prefer to sign Grealish. I think a good place to start, I think a good place to start, before we talk about City specifically and players we could specifically sign is, is it coming home? Yes. Revel. I wanted it, but I just, like, it kills me to They've been so good. They've been so good. I, 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 just feel, I just feel like England's name is written on the trophy. I have, I, I have no like. Obviously, I'd, I'd rather put my balls in lab and then put them to win a book. I don't mind looking at a good football team. You know what I mean? They, it's not even like they're playing good football. They're just set up well. They know what to do and playing for each other, playing for that manager, regardless of how tactically inept he is. They're playing for him. They very clearly has a tie to him, and I think. Excuse me. I think if they were to get a new manager in, he'd still be somewhat involved, or they'd be in background staff, or still in contact with players. I think he'll still have a role in England. As 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 an Irish man, there there is a huge part of me. I like. I don't know why. I don't know why because I don't buy into all of this colonialism and and kind of like we hate them for no reason sort of attitude. If 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 you're willing to hear me out, but there is a part of me that feels. I would like England to win the Euros based on the fact that so many of this English squad play for Manchester City. And every single weekend, we do watch-longs for Manchester City. I've just bought a season ticket for Manchester City. Me and you revel as Irish men. We buy jerseys for Manchester City. And who plays for that team? Kyle Walker, Raheem Sterling, John Stones, Phil Foden. All these guys. And there is a part of me that makes me feel like it's a bit hypocritical 
to support City every week. And then as soon as England come around, when there's so many City players, to not want them to do well. But then again, then again, on the flip side, there is another part of me. It's kind of like, you know what? Fuck them. I'd love them to get knocked the fuck <laughs> So they want to take the bars. Yeah, man. It's uh... you know what I mean. I, I, I love y'all, but um, what's it? See, I you can ask Joe this, right? Every time I've been on the phone with Joe, I've just I, I've said about Sterling so many times. I'm so happy for him that he's doing this well. You know what I mean? That he might come back to City with a bit of fire in his belly, but at what cost? You know. Mm. <laughs> See, I, I don't mind, you know what I mean? I, a lot of it comes from pure jealousy. I think we can say that in our part. Their national team is fucking shit. It's awful. It's very awful. We can get past international football. Is it going to come home? There is a good chance it will, quote-unquote, come home. But, you know, Italy aren't a bad side. I think it, anyone who's sat through, I sound like Damien Duff, for fuck's sake. Yes, if you've sat through any Italy game, you know how well set up they are and how well... How well, what, what, how well ingrained they'd be? Is that the word? Mm. Like they're just so fucking. They're in the game. Like you know, what I mean, their heads are in the game from from minute one to minute ninety. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I said it to my dad. I remember I, I watched the very first game of the whole torn tournament, which was England Turkey, and I remember watching England basically batter Turkey. And I said to my dad, listen, I know France and Portugal and, and England obviously are, are, are pretty comfortable favourites to go far or win the tournament, but there's something about this Italian team. There's something about them, their character and their togetherness and the way Roberto Mancini has them, you know, as, as a unit, as a, as a whole unit. They, they really, they've, they've clicked together ridiculously well. And that, that says a lot and that, that does carry a lot of weight. So I wouldn't be surprised if like obviously at the time of recording we don't know who's won the Euros but by the time the Spotify show goes out you guys know who's won it but what I'm saying is uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Italy have won it I'm not rooting for either team specifically I'm happy to see either win I'd love to see the England guys win because there's a lot of City guys I'd love the City guys to win the Euros and I'd love to see Italy win it because I love Roberto Mancini and I think Italy are just a really classy collective unit but I said it on the first date, there's something about this Italian team that really, uh, their character is unbelievable as a collective unit. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do win it. But we may as well integrate Joe now because uh, I feel our conversation so far has been slightly anti-Anglo, anti-English. So Joe, before we talk about specific individuals, talk to me about England in the Euros so far. Defensively outstanding, I think is possibly the best way to sum it up. One goal, one goal conceded in the entire tournament is, you know, and it was a free kick as well. I mean, it was a great goal, but no, none from open play so far. So it's looking good. Um, say what you want about the manager. Me personally, I am very much against the manager. I am happy to admit that. While he does get results, yes, I do feel like he wastes, especially our attacking talent, with the names on the bench throughout the tournament. But again, it's a results business, so you can't really complain. We do have a good chance of bringing it home. For me, I mean, it's a win-lose either way, because if England win it, it's great. You know, football's co home. I'm English, I'm happy about that. But, you know, kind of feel for Mancini. Flip it the other way around, and it's like, I've just seen Mancini win. Again at Wembley, but England have lost. So you know at what cost? You know, um, I'd be happy for England to win it, of course. Uh, I think it's just made a bit better with all the negativity from the Irish and Scottish and Welsh. It just makes it a little bit sweeter if it happens. All the all the banter coming through. Uh, Here, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here at the 1894, we're obviously a very Man City-specific uh, content creators. We're, we're, it's, a, it's a City YouTube channel, but we can't help but get indulged by the Euros because it's obviously such a, such a big thing right now, and it is, it, it, it's, it's a big thing in world football. But as our resident Englishman, Joe, 
at the very start of the competition, you were quite apprehensive because you weren't a big fan of Southgate and the way he sets up his team and the way he plays football. Do you feel differently now? No. I am still against his way of playing and his team selection quite a lot of the time, mainly the formation. You're in, I think. The, final. You're in the final? I, I know, I know. I can hold my hands up and say he's done a good job, but... You know, if you stuck to one opinion, you can't just go chopping and changing because he's done well. I'm still of the mind that he's tactically not very good. And if you he win the Euros, back... if, you, if, you, if you win the Euros, will you feel differently? No. What? What? No. 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 He plays six defenders. I'm not having it. If you win the Euros, can I can I just cut in here, right? Our me and Hugh as national team, right? We put up with, very, honestly, right, I will go, I'm going to go out here, I've said this to Joe, we play as nice football as England, but we don't have the players, right? If you're going out there and winning the Euros and you're still fucking complaining, then there is actually no pleasing it. It is disgusting. It is your first, this is going to be your, if you win, right, it, God forbid you win, right, this will be your first major trophy in Sixty-five years, sixty-six, sixty-six years, and you have the gall. No, no, since sixty-six, since sixty-six, since sixty-six. Yeah, ninety-six. Fifty-five years, fifty-five years, and you have the gall to complain about you are mental, bro. You are. I have mental. made my agenda clear. I will not change my opinion. Regardless um, of results, I have made my decision and I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to start I'm, flip-flopping about just because he's done well. I hold my hands up. Sure. He has done very well. Do I still think he could do better? Yes, because he's he's wasted. Our strength is attack and he plays four when he could play five. Six defenders, negative. It gets results, but it's boring and mind-numbing to watch. Joe, 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 I... I fully understand what you're saying. I, I I get that maybe it's not the most tasty football in the world. It's not. It's not. It's not Pep Guardiola's Barcelona, where it's one touch, two touch move, no tiki taka. But if you win the Euros, you can't complain. You've won the trophy. You've set out to win. Oh no, I won't be complaining. Right? It's clear. I'm not complaining about any of this whatsoever. But I am still. Of the opinion that Gareth Southgate lacks tactically. I'm still of that no, opinion. And I will probably no, always be of that opinion. No one is saying that he doesn't, but what you're saying, oh, he plays a foreign attack when he can play a five in attack. He's playing a foreign attack and it's gone out and still only conceived one goal while scoring. Ten or eleven. What what score? And I think he's ten. They scored ten goals, right? Now, if you were to look at Denmark, obviously they go out and get those numbers in the game, you know what I mean? Because they play a nice bit of attack and football. But, like, you're still complaining over... Stats tell <laughs> half a story. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I am not going to change my opinion. I am not changing my opinion. I do not think he is getting the most out of what we have as a squad. I st- I'm still not true to that opinion. Joe, okay, okay, okay. Joe, Joe, what in in your opinion, what is the most out of your squad? What's what's the most you could get? Using our attacking talent. You now we can play so much better and still get the same results. We're throwing an extra body in there. There's what no need that... to leave a Foden, a Grealish, a Sancho, a Rashford, all four of them on the bench. No so need. What, does what, what does that entail? Like, wh- where does that leave the defense or the defensive midfielders? Like, like wh- he tells what... me that he doesn't trust his defense, which is bollocks. Because if you look at that defense on paper, you might say Pickford's a bit dodgy, but Maguire and Stones is a good partnership. Walker's one of the best right backs in the world. Stones one of the best left backs in the world. You've got a defensive ah. midfielder in in Rice, right? Who, regardless of what you think, Revel. For uh, you know obvious reasons, um, very good in defensive uh, midfielder. Classic footballer. If you want more that. experience and more of a leader, Jordan Henderson is there, although he hasn't played that much football. And Phillips has had a decent tournament as well. You don't need like two of those in that position. You need the one. The defense is good enough by itself to hold. 
Do you think that you'd have gone the whole tournament so far with the, with the same amount of goals conceded? Obviously, one, which is a free kick, if you played the way you want them to play, which is obviously one defense midfielder and less defenders, more attackers. Do you think you can still? Do you think you'd still have conceded one goal? The probability is we probably would have conceded one, maybe two more, but we'd still be at this point. Well, I don't know, Joe. I don't know. I think if you're going to sacrifice a defender or two, you're going to concede more. I so One <laughs> defensive midfielder I'd swap for a more progressive midfielder. That's Even if it's a Jude Bellingham who does sit in that role, at least he progresses the ball more than a Phillips or a Rice. It's just, I think it's... Static and both similar, just, just holding. Phillips is just sitting at the back. He's moving forward. He, like even Rice isn't just going sideways backwards. He's not like fucking Rodri where he just goes sideways backwards, doesn't pass it forward. They're both progressing. It. They're just not very like them going forward themselves aren't attack minded. They're still progressing it from the defense to the midfield or from the defense to the attack right. They're not going fucking sideways. Like, if they were to go sideways, like Henderson's a good is a good baller, right? He'd be spraying passes here, there, and fucking everywhere. Sometimes all they need is still from defensive attack. That's what they're offering. They're offering two of them. Yeah. Making me sound really bad now, but all I'm saying right. is there's nothing that you can do to make me change my mind. If I get shit for it, I get shit for it. It's my opinion. I've had this opinion for quite a while now, and you know I've had this opinion for quite a while, and it's not changing. Right, okay, okay, okay. Hear me out for a sec. What I'll say is, I I understand what Joe's saying, and uh, if I was was a big English fan before the tournament, I would have said, this is exactly what I would want. I think Joe is is entailing and explaining exactly what uh, every English fan wants, which is a more attacking English team, because England have so many attacking players, like really top, top attacking players. Well, the only reason me and Dara are kind of questioning it is because England are literally on the brink of winning a European Championships playing the way Southgate likes. But by the time you people listening right now have heard this conversation, you know who's won the fucking competition and you're laughing at either myself and Dara or Joe. And uh, that's, that's fine either way. So what I will say is, I think the only thing I can do is now is say if you want to say something if you fancy it i've been saying it for ages now i know we don't have many spotify listeners and that's perfectly fine but if you are listening and you've got this far have your say via hashtag 1894podcast and whatever it is you want to say on twitter uh, i'd love to hear what you think because i think the whole defense versus attack conversation with england is a it's a it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a it's quite an exciting conversation now because um, people like Joe understandably have wanted attackers for so long, but we're at the point now where England are, are doing very well with Southgate's defensive strategy. So if you want to have your say and tell Joe he's an idiot or tell me and Dara we're idiots as we generally always are, tell us via hashtag 1894podcast on Twitter. I'd love to know. So I think we're going to have to part that conversation right there. Just before we do, Pyro, I'm gonna I'm gonna pause the to you. If Stephen Kelly turned into like I don't know, like the leader of a terrorist organization and set up the way that England do with a four-two-three-one, the way Joe hates, right, and went out and won the Euros, would you complain at all? I wouldn't complain. For the last, I'm not complaining about how well we're doing. I'm just not the happiest of the football that I'm seeing with the players that we have. I'd I'd start Shandle for your front and start another 10 defenders or another 9 defenders if it meant we'd win a World Cup or a Euros. We can get, tell you what, even get to a Euros. Even get to that, would be fucking great, crack. I think what Dara's saying is that he would give an arm and a leg. Regardless of the, the the style of football for Ireland or the Republic of Ireland to be in the same position that England are right now, and it's understandable. I'm the exact same. I would love Ireland to um qualify for a tournament and, and do well. But lads, we're 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 actually going to have to part this conversation because we don't actually have the answers or the bragging rights to say either yes or no or who's right, who's wrong because England haven't won shit yet. And Tomorrow they play Italy uh, and we'll see how they get on.
wishing both teams well. I'm about to see. But I say, I, 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 I say we move on to more Man City specific content. And it's not something we were actually planning on talking about, obviously, before we hit record button. But it is actually uh, with the, the, the season cards sold out last week. Uh, every single season ticket in the stadium has sold out. And we also got word that the new home shirt is coming out on the 14th of July, which we have all seen snippets of. What do we think of next season's home jersey? 9320? You go, you go Revel. I think it's a nice jersey. All right. I only have one thing with it. Now, with this, literally, this change makes it beautiful if they got it right. The V-neck. I know you agree with me, Hugh. I'm not sure about Joe. I know you agree with me because you talk about your chest there, right? That V-neck. Now, I've seen that picture on Rodri, right? Down the, you, you just can't say it's they can It's down the fucking hair. Like, it makes it look like James from Jordy Shore, you know what I mean? Like, it's just not going to work out properly. Joe. Same thing, really. I, I understand the whole thing being blue. Because it's like a, mm-hmm. like a, a remake of that. Uh, Eleven twelve kit, obviously with the night three twenty on the on the back on the inside. But again, if the V neck's too deep, then it kind of just ruins it a little bit. Like I've no problem with um, a V neck. It just depends how low it is. I I, I agree with Revel that the uh, a major flaw in the home shirt is what we can see is the is the low. <laughs> Dara has shown us pictures at the moment of James from Geordie Shore. <laughs> Who wears low V-neck t-shirts? But I agree that um, for people like myself who have quite a bit of chest hair, the low V-neck is a bit of an issue if that's the way it is. But uh, an issue I have as well is the, the actual shade of the jersey, right? The actual shade of the jersey. I think if you remember back to 2012, I don't know how young you guys were. I was, I would think, I was 12 in 2012. Believe it or not. And um, the blue, the jersey was actually really bright sky blue. And I think that's the best color for City to play in is a really bright sky blue. Like a, a light, light shade. I don't like when City play in a darker shade. I know in 2014, when we had the black collar, um, and another year or two in the last kind of 10 years, we've had a darker shade of blue. Um, it's, it's not as appealing, in my opinion. I think City looked the best. In a really like light, just just a light shade of blue, essentially, is what I'm saying. Um, and I know Joe was saying that this season's jersey is going to be a remake of the 2012 shirt, and it does look very much like a remake, other than the color and the shade. Um, do you guys kind of get what I mean about the shade of the color? Like, yeah, I, I can see it, but the 2014 one. I think I think you were talking about twenty two or then when there was that little dip where there was a V but was filled in by navy or black. Is that the one you're thinking of? Yeah, it's got black collar and a black V. Yeah, that was that I have I had that when I was younger. I actually loved it, but looking back on it, we ended up losing the fucking final and all. And it, was a, it was it was it was a bit darker than like the typical city shirt. Yeah, like it was a bit of a coarse now you say, but I'm just looking at it here. Obviously, you was gonna say, but it's. Fairly bright, but the thing is, it's made look a lot darker by the fact it's only contrasted with white. You know what I mean? The, at least with our jerseys this season, we had the navy print on it. We had the navy next and we had the, the navy Etihad. And even, I think, did we have a navy Puma? Yeah. Yeah, we had that. And then we obviously had our, our white cracks on our white crest. But I think it's made look a lot different. I wouldn't say it's the same shade, but it's still made a lot, look a lot different by the fact that there's only white on it. It's obviously uh, 10 years since the 9320, which is, I, I think we'll all agree, listeners slash contributors to the podcast tonight, that 9320 is the, the, the most important slash best moment in the club's history. And this season's jersey, up-and-coming season jersey, is a tribute to that and it says 9320 in like digital clock numbers or digital uh formula on the collar of the jersey do you think they've uh paid homage to that in a decent manner or could they have done a better or worse opinions i think it's pretty good you know i, I think they've done what they can you know it's it's as much as making it new while still throwing it back you know that kind of way joe i mean what more could they have done? 
without overdoing it. You know, they've done enough by at least, you know, trying. Like, there is a 9320 on there. So, you know, I think it's a nice touch. I don't think many people, you know, when people were like the concepts were actually, not many people were actually looking anything. I think it's a nice touch. I think it's a nice touch too. And the uh, thing is, overall, other than the fact that I don't like the V-neck, uh, listen, I, I've nothing against V-necks in general, but low V-neck for, for culprits like myself with with with, with beer bellies and, and hairy chests, a low V-neck, it, it, it doesn't suit us. It doesn't suit us. But uh, overall, I think it's a nice jersey. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see the, how, how light the tone of the shirt is because I think City looked their best in a sky blue but who's going to wear this jersey I think who's going to wear this jersey is a great question obviously we know like the Foden, De Bruyne are, are, are the stars of this team but we're linked with other superstars uh, if you're willing to call them superstars since Sergio Aguero left we have had no striker of real note Usain Gabriel Jesus, who is doing quite well with Brazil and Copa America. I think he's suspended, though, for the remainder of the competition for a red card. Other than that, he's done quite well. Uh, but for on club level, uh, he's not my guy, Jesus. He's not my guy. So we have no striker that you can really put your faith in and be like, he's going to score the goals. You know what? You pass him the ball, he'll put it in the back of the net. He may not be the best footballer, the most stylish footballer. He won't do stepovers, blah de blah de blah, but he'll burst the net. Like a Lukaku. Lukaku's not uh, a stylish footballer. He's not the kind of guy who you'll say he is flashy, he's, 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 he's stylish, you know. He'll, he'll do rainbow flicks and Brazilian tricks and flicks, yeah, but, it, but he'll burst the net. You know what I mean? He'll do what you want and he'll win your trophies. We don't have that kind of guy. And Sergio Aguero, fortunately for us as fans, was literally a combination of everything I just described. He would do the stepovers, he would burst the net, he'd do the fucking headers, he'd do the... He'd do everything that a flash player would do and score the goals. And as of right now, you are all aware, he's gone. He's gone to Barcelona and we wish him well. But... We have been linked with a huge, uh, well, sorry, not a huge, but like we've been linked with a lot of players to fill that void. Um, Harry Kane being the main man, obviously, apparent, allegedly, we have put in a 100 million bid for him, which Daniel Levy uh, we, uh, rejected, which we expected. Uh, Lukaku has been on the list. Griezmann is the latest on the list, who's on 700 grand a week at Barca. I'd be very disappointed to see Khaldun and Chiki um, be willing to offer him a, a contract on similar wages. I'd be very disappointed. But anyway, that striker void is yet to be filled. And I think Kane is the leading man at the moment. But as England are still heavily involved in the Euros, we're not going to get a closed answer. But the most recent update is that Tottenham will uh, basically deny any any offer that they get unless it's 150 million. Um, I would absolutely love to see Harry Kane play for City. I think he's a fantastic footballer. I know a lot of City fans out there um, are hell-bent on Haaland. And listen, I would love Haaland as well. Even though it's a year away, I'm not sure a club with our aspirations and our ambitions can uh, afford to wait a year. I think without a striker, we won't get uh, the Premier League. We won't get the Champions League goal we have either. So I'm not sure waiting a year for Haaland is something we can do. So I would absolutely love Harry Kane. But it seems very complicated. Um, and I'd love to know where both of you stand in, well, well right now, with the thoughts of Harry Kane. Where, like, where in, it's quite a saga, really. Like It's almost like the Messi hype train last summer, just obviously on a lower scale because... You can't really replicate the Messi hype train. It was so fucking massive. We were all getting so excited. But it's still a very big name, Harry Kane. Um, and I think it's going to really heat up once the Euros ends, whether it's good or bad for England. So so talk to me that. Let, let's open the floor to everyone and, and see what we think. Right. Um, I think I, just to touch on a few of the other targets, I think I speak for most City fans, saying that not many... If at all, any want Griezmann. Um, 
I know Dara's of the same opinion. I like I wouldn't want Griezmann, even if like he was on reduced wages, still wouldn't want him. But in terms of Kane, um, well, if we're gonna get him, it definitely will be after the first game of the season. There's no way Levy's gonna want him playing against Spurs on day. Not a chance. So if it is gonna happen, it will be a later transfer, if at all. I'm not convinced anymore with the news coming out that they're planning with him and, you know, they're just set to reject any bid at all. Um, it's looking like he's going to have to try and force his way out, like what Kyle Walker did. He's going to have to refuse to train, refuse to play, and actually force his way out, which, you know, for the good of his career, maybe he should think about actually... Is Harry Kane the kind of guy who is capable of forcing his way out? No, he seems to came in too. Uh, if he if he really has aspirations to win a door, you know what I mean. But yeah, looking at it the same way, he loves that club. He's been there since he was seven, I think it was seven or eight. And I don't think I don't think he'll force his way out. It would be very fucking surprising me there, but I wouldn't. I'd welcome it. On the Griezmann thing though, he is a fucking bang average footballer. He is a bang average footballer in a poor standard of league, right? Did you see him at the Euros? Yeah. He looked like he had shows on the wrong fucking feet. He scored an equaliser against Hungary and danced. Fucking danced. I think I was I think I was in a call with Joe when it happened. He started doing the Macarena when he scored an equaliser against Hungary or about 100 places below all of them in the rankings. And Rumour has it. Well, it's not even a rumour. It's a video evidence of him being a racist along with his man of Dembele. You know what I mean? Like video I footage. It's not, no alleged about it. It's a bad person. I would not want my football in. No, 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 no. I know what you're saying. And, and just, just to give context to those listening, if you're still there, uh, who may not understand why we're talking about Griezmann, it's because basically in the last three days we've been linked with Griezmann as an alternative for if we can't get Harry Kane. And I watched uh, Stephen McInerney slash Esteem Company, whatever whatever you want to call him, on Twitch, and and he was talking about this uh, the way Griezmann is as a person, you know, his personality and that racism thing that you've mentioned. I actually don't know. I, I generally I don't know what you're talking about. I I I'm not, I wasn't. Uh, maybe I missed that day of Twitter or something. I don't know. So if you if you want to share. share some- Go watch Hugh Wizzy. Hugh Wizzy did a video on it. If you want to see it, go watch Hugh Wizzy. He did a video. It was a leaked Snapchat video from Usman Dembele of not the season just gone, the season before when Griezmann signed. They were pre-season in Japan. Um, basically, the gist of it is they're, they're trying to play Pez, so they've called up room service to try and get the team sorted out because they somehow don't know how to do that because they're ultra-privileged footballers. God knows oh, how. Yeah. So they're up there and I don't know the exact translation, so I'm not going to say anything about that, but it was derogatory, offensive, borderline racist. Griezmann has been dropped. He was the face of Yu-Gi-Oh! The cards. He's been dropped from Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, because of this whole thing that was leaked and they've both issued statements about it. So, yeah, it's just apparently his personality, like, off the field, it's just totally wrong. The rough translation I saw was, in quotation now, of course, it's just, I think there's a rough translation about the, about, was it, where did you say the word, just in case? Japan. Like, was it Japan, right? About the Japanese, he said, quote, they talk so funny. What apparently is what he said. That's that's you know, that honestly that's what I saw on Twitter. I wouldn't know, but apparently it was they talk so funny, which that's just fucking that's just so wrong. That's proper, right? Like there's gonna be so like there's so many people who look up to both him and them, but then it's gonna be like, ah, oh, they're doing it. I'm I'm I might be able to do it and get away with it, but just it just shows like it, you don't want that kind of stuff going on anywhere, especially in the fucking change room, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it it does it doesn't sound like something that uh that Guardiola will be very um 
tasteful to or you you you, you wouldn't you wouldn't accept the kind of thing i'd like to think most clubs would accept that and i'm surprised that barcelona i think most people wouldn't accept it you know? yeah 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 absolutely it, it doesn't sound very like I'd, I'd be fully honest i don't i don't actually fucking know what happened but from what you're telling me it does you think you talk about when you genuinely don't know so i think you can and brush past it because me and Joe was just saying that few wizzy video that's how we're going off yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. it doesn't it doesn't sound very good, whatever he did. Um but anyway, he, he is uh allegedly an alternative for Harry Kane. But on the Harry Kane thing, uh how do we feel about that? Jerk in the world. You're not paying 150 million though. 150 million is a fucking ridiculous price for Harry Kane. Like he's the best jerk in the world, yes. He also He's gone. He's gone twenty eight and has chocolate nails or chocolate ankles. Like it's too much to put in, especially when, like I say, when you have to chance. Chelsea are the ones in the front for Haaland at the minute, and that's looking like it's going to cost him an arm and leg if they want to get him this season. But Kane is just so good. Like I don't want to end up with it. Like we won't end up with an Adrian Silva or Andre Silva because he's gone to um, Leipzig. Leipzig. Yeah, but he's um. Like, if we end up with, like, a Patrick Schick or fucking... Who else we linked to? Joe? Danny Ings. Danny Ings, Danny... every surface. Danny Ings is a very good striker. He's just not... He's just not it. City like, level, he's back up. If you... Yeah, if you go... If you end up with Danny Ings, you go back to a false nine. So, do you think... Do you think... Do you think... Uh, the best option is Harry Kane? Who else is there? Like if you uh, Alan Kane, Harlan Kane seems to be the two names thrown around. Harland. It's not a fucking chance for Harland. No. Like the ideal, the ideal way is Kane. Yeah, but I'm if I'm anyone with a function and brain, I'm not spending 150 million on Kane. And I mean that in a nice way. I know how good of a footballer he is. Tottenham value him at that. That's fair enough. But you don't have to meet that valuation, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're like, talking about we're talking about not our valuation of pain. Same with other transfer yeah. targets. It's we're paying for the other club's valuation of a player. So if our valuation is different or too far different, we just won't go sure. for them. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Is Kane worth 150 million ton? Of course he is. He is the only shining light in that bomb in that what was in a bomb shelter of a club, right? They will they they'll end up mid table there. I know they were basically mid table last year. They'll end up mid table with him, uh, if he were to leave this year and it's it's look it's it's looking like he's gonna stay, but like is he worth hundred and fifty million to them? I can you see what yeah, but you're not gonna pay. I would think for Kane, if he stays this summer and does another season with Tottenham it is probably the biggest mistake of his career. And I'm not just saying that on the basis that uh, I would love him to come to the city, because I would. I would absolutely love Kane to play beside De Bruyne and Foden and uh, anyone else, but Mares, uh, Greenish potentially. I think so many goals to be scored there, and it would be so exciting. But I think if he was to stay, it would be the biggest mistake of his career. He's going on 28. This month, July, and uh, he's ba- essentially, let's be honest, he's in the peak of his career. He's literally right now in the prime years where he should be winning trophies, should be challenging for Champions League slash winning them, challenging for Premier League slash winning them every single year for the next three, four years, and he's missing out on that. Um, so Conference I think... League. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing, Joe. He's playing European Conference League for Tottenham this summer and this September. And that's, whilst, yes, it's a great competition for the likes of Shamrock Rovers and Bowes, who myself and Dara support here in Ireland, but for the likes of Man City, Man United, Tottenham, Liverpool, these big institutional clubs, that's not acceptable. And for a player like Kane, who's tomorrow, as the time of recording, is going to compete in a European Championships final, it's not acceptable for Harry Kane to be playing in the European Conference League. And you can, as Spurs fans, if you're listening, or if you 
that's a fucking no. If you're listening, you can disagree with me all you want and tell me at hashtag 1894podcast. Hugh Murray, you're wrong. But it's embarrassing. It's extremely embarrassing for Harry Kane, who's such a top, top striker, to be playing at that level. I know as a City fan, it may come across that I just want to play for us. But he's such a good player. He should be playing at Europeans' elite level every single season from right this season until the end of his career because he's that good. Wasting his year as a 28-year-old playing for Tottenham is just not good enough. I'm sorry, it's just not good enough. Uh, And I really hope, I really hope he shows some balls and some integrity within himself and says to Daniel Levy, that prick Daniel Levy, who's holding him hostage, I hope he says... Mate, I, I've given you seven, eight years of fantastic football, but unfortunately Tottenham Hotspur as a club is not providing me with the silverware and the opportunities that I deserve because I, I view Harry Kane on, a, on the same level to De Bruyne. They both deserve to be competing at the very least for the best trophies, and at Tottenham Harry Kane won't get that. Uh, so I, I I do genuinely hope that in the next, you know, once tomorrow's over and the Euros is all said and done, I hope Hurricane forces his way out. But uh, for me personally, uh, I don't see it happening because I don't think he'll do that to Tottenham. I don't think Harry will do that. But anyway, talking about players that could possibly be around Hurricane at City is Mr. Jack Greenish, who is obviously... Leading the way, really leading the way, um, in terms of in, in incomings for City, he really is. He seems to be, uh, based off social media, hell bent on playing for City. He likes pretty well every piece of content that City post or any City players post. There was uh, a a video came out following the Denmark game that he allegedly said to Phil Foden, "We both play for City now." I know it sounds very childish to be talking about that. But uh, and there's also alleged rumors going around that he has signed for City on a four or five year deal for eighty eight million or a hundred million. There's a lot of alleged, but it seems to be that he's the front runner uh, for incoming City. Fellas, how do we feel about Jack Grealish in the sky blue? Baller, absolute baller. Now, when we're on Grealish, I'll say this: we made a video, right? I think it was. What, two weeks ago? Mm. Two weeks ago, yeah. So we sit down, we just see that a bit of Grealish news came out from... We didn't know who, we were like, fuck it, make a video on it. Made a video on it. He said in it, I'm about 30% confident that it's going to happen. And Murray, you said what, 70? 65. 65, I said 30, right? I swear to God, I swear the next day that Jim Shoy and... Um, talk sports stuff and all came out about how we had signed them and who the mirror as well I think the mirror said the very next day and like we put up the video we weren't going to do all the work just to not put it up and it was just such bad timing that I just so happened to be then it's like oh yeah 30% yeah you look very fucking aged now like I am very very confident that's done you know what I mean I am very confident that song. I think we we posted something earlier about how um Sean Goer also said that he feels like it's a done deal. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 am in the same boat as you. I've seen a lot of unofficial, essentially unofficial reports that it's a done deal. Yeah, nothing yeah. from Fabrizio Romano, nothing from City, nothing from Villa to suggest that it's actually done. But there's a lot of basically uh, people who are not directly connected with clubs saying it's done. Um, yeah. So that's why we're, Dara is in the same position as me, uh, whereby I actually genuinely do think it's done. And you can you can laugh at me in September if it's not done and, and he stays at Villa. Fair enough, I'll, I'll take it. I will take it. But I, for some reason, there's something about this deal I just think it's done. I do. I think he signed the contract. I think it's a four or five year deal. And I think we'll hear about it in two weeks time. Um, putting myself out there on a limb saying that because it could it, it just could just as easily not be done. 
But there's just something about it. I just think Grealish has signed for City. And we'll hear about it. Joe, thoughts? I think there's a very, very high likelihood that we will go with either a false nine again or Torres up front for next season. Just go with that and sign Grealish. Because obviously we talked about Kane looking a bit unrealistic at this moment in time. But I do agree. I think Grealish is... If it's not done already, it's very close. I think the fee was the only thing that was holding it up because we all knew personal terms are going to be pretty easy. He's come out and said he's an admirer of De Bruyne and he would like to play with De Bruyne for City. You know, this was just before he went out and injured him in the in the league yeah. season. But, uh, you know, yeah, I think absolute baller. Would love him to play for City. I know there's quite a lot of people out there that are like, he's not worth the money, he's not worth the 88 million you know i think it's nonsense you know again we're paying for what villa value him as you know a long contract villa captain their best player england international you know leads the league leads in europe i don't know whether he leads in europe but he's up there in europe for you know dribbles fouls one creativity so i think it's a no-brainer i think Just- no, go on, 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 go uh, for 40 million to Buendia. I like that. I know they signed Buendia. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they put 40 million into Buendia, right? Who was they're getting closer and closer to Smith Rowe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Smith Rowe as well. Like, are they greatest replacements? Probably. Yeah, I mean, like, are they guaranteeing themselves probably British transfer record? Yeah, probably. But that point, like, they're not settling. That's something you can say for those that are honest. They're not settling. They're like the shake when he came in. They're not settling. They're putting money into that club. They're making sure they grow because they want them to be. They, like, they are a fucking huge club. They want them to be up back to the top. I mean, they'd be, of course, they could be in the next few years. Especially if they, if, if, if they get a British transfer record in for Jack Grealish, that will. Like, I'm not going to say it'll move them on, but it can put a significant amount of money back into it. Like, if they're getting Smith Rowe, what, they had a. Forty-two million pound bid rejected, was it? Yeah. Personally, yeah. I think that's dead. By the way, the Smith Rowe, I think it's dead. Yeah. I think they're going for someone else, apparently. But uh... See, there is Villa are under no pressure to sell whatsoever. So, if that's been a done deal that they've got through with, there was a significant amount of coverage for about forty-eight hours. There wasn't really much far after that. They've gotten that done, and like City have guaranteed, look, we'll give you between what it can't be about what ninety million pounds, ninety ninety five million pounds. That's as much as as much as I'd uh, as I'd hate to admit. It, I know how good a footballer he is. Is it worth it? Yeah, I mean, like he come in and perform better than Pogba does for United. Yeah, and he's breaking that transfer record, so it's worth it. From a City perspective, though. Um... Do we have room right now for Jack Grealish? Do we? I mean, if we, we don't have... sign a striker, I think we do for now. But it's looking like Bernardo might leave a long term. Never know. Like he could be there. Gundogan's not getting any younger. He's in his thirties. Those Mares. Looking to the future as well. I yeah. think if we're going to sign Grealish, we've got to get rid of Bernardo or or someone else. I I, I just could very, well. very well get rid of Bernardo. He it's. Like, that's gone quiet too, right? That's gone dead. But there were talks of him wanting to leave for ages, and I'm not leaving. He doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to be here. I feel like he's given enough to the club that we can be sound about him leaving, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, we um... sign Grealish, and it means Bernardo has to move on. Completely fine with it. 100%. Completely fine. That's, that, 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 that's the thing. Um, particularly with players who aren't from England. You have to understand that uh, they want to try things, they want to try new countries, they want to try new leagues. They're not Englishmen, and, and that's perfectly fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, Harry Kane is obviously, like, let's be real, the, the, the Alan Shearer record, it's within his sight. It's something he wants to chase. 
he wants to tick it off. As an English man, it's something he wants to do. But for Bernardo or players like him, it's a case of new challenges. Bernardo may feel he's completed England. He's won the Premier League three times. He he may feel like it's time for him to move on. He's sick of the weather. He's sick of he's sick of certain things about living in England. It's time he moved on to Spain or Germany or France or whatever. Whatever is fine. So we just have to accept it. Um, but I feel in terms of getting Grealish in, it probably means the end of Bernardo Silva at City. That's the way I feel. I think if the Grealish deal, like I do think it is, which is a done deal, personally, um, I, I, I think the knock-on effect to that is I also think Bernardo's gone. And I know that will upset some City fans because they're big fans of Bernardo, which we all are. We absolutely love Bernardo Silva. I think he's a cracking player and he's been a great servant. But I think the knock-on effect from Greenwich signing is that Bernardo's gone. So we'll have to deal with it, move on. It is what it is. I think we'll get six, seven, maybe eight good years at a Greenwich. I think if we do sign him, he will stay for a long time because there's no reason for him not to. But... Uh, the McGregor fight is about to start so I think we should wrap it up here I think it's genuinely been one of the most enjoyable conversations we've had on this podcast it's been at a silly hour we've never recorded at this hour before Um, we decided we'd come on have a quick chat about the ongoings for our club that we love so much um, and just see what's happening and just see what came out and I genuinely think it was a really enjoyable conversation so if you as listeners if you got this far uh first of all thank you so much second of all if you'd like to get involved yourself use hashtag 1894 podcast on twitter and say whatever it is you like about anything we've said and we will be sure to respond to you on twitter Uh, either myself dara or joe will do that on the podcast account so be sure to say what you think there if you've got anything to say but yes Genuinely, lads. I don't know what you think. Good podcast. Great podcast. Who, who's going to win this fight? McGregor, hopefully. Joe. Again, hopefully McGregor, but I mean, not going to do anything, but he could be gassing after a couple of rounds. You know, always fit. We'll see. Yeah, no, listen, he, 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 listen. We, uh, like I said, we thought we'd come on, do a quick, do this. No, it's not a quick podcast, but we came on, have our chat. Uh, we'll be making plenty of content. Our YouTube channel is about to blow up. I promise you. You've heard it here first. We're going to be making a load of content, transfer content, pre-season content, season content, you name it. We're putting serious effort into this channel this month and for the rest of the season. So stay tuned for that. And whenever we feel we have the 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 adequate amount of topical conversations for podcast we will do spotify podcast too so thank you so much for listening we will see you in the near future uh and listen enjoy the season we will be here join us and good night and god bless all the best